If the roar of the crowd gives you goosebumps, cashing a slip makes you grin, and above all, you love making your bookie cry, then you're in the right place. The number one spot for premier betting advice and wild opinions, shared with a fan base like no other. Welcome home. This is the Punchlist MMA Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dale Lippin and Trey Van Buskirk. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy Dale Lippin in here with none other than Trey Van Buskirk. What's going on, man? It is a glorious Tuesday evening, 1030 uh, Eastern, 730 Pacific. We are hanging out, having a good old time. My allergies are driving me nuts, so I'm going to apologize ahead of, t- ahead of time. Instead of those rich, dulcet, baritone uh, sounds that you normally get from me, you're going to get a little bit of nasal and snot in there. Got to love living in South Carolina. Anyway, enough about me. Trey, how are you doing, my man? Good, dude. Have you taken the best medicine for your nostrils? Mm, a little bit of that. Ooh. Wait, is that is that the best medicine? I think it's I, nature's medicine. I have some medicine. It is it is it that? <laughs> was it the same one? Well, well I don't know. What, what's your medicine? What My you medicine uh, is none other than uh, local brewery Edmonds Oast. They've got a little something cold. I just want. I just sometimes you just need something cold. Uh, so that's what I got. That's what I got. It's good. It's a every uh, just an everyday drinker. Mm, it's good. I like it. I like it. Oh. Um, you know what's funny is I actually feel like I am actually drinking a formation of oh. medicine. I got a yeah. lot of shit online, dude. You for did, my, yeah, for my hard seltzers. Yeah, <laughs> you know, here's the thing, dude. Is that we we pro- I mean, with all due respect for all walks of life and everything in between. Yeah, I mean, you're wearing an allegiance clothing shirt, right? I'm pretty sure there's a flag and an eagle, and there's probably a yeah. gun and a and something else on there. I also am wearing allegiance shirt, flags, guns, the whole nine. Nothing screams America like flags, guns, and seltzers. Right? That's wrong. See, it's flags, guns, and fear. <laughs> see, see, this is why you get shit because right. you've got you got to just just lean in, bro. Just lean in, work harder in the gym, drink beer on the podcast. That's all you got to do, dude, bro. Dude, first off, back off. Not having seltzers tonight. Okay. Okay. Hard kombucha. Now, okay, let's talk about this. 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 So, first of all, you're calling it you're calling it kombucha because you don't want to use the proper pronunciation, which is kombucha, because you know you'll get ripped to shreds if I if you're having a nice cold can of kombucha. Uh, so, I don't believe that it's kombucha. I do believe. If you what how's it spelled? Is it spelled with a K A M or a K U M? What am what am I? A, a learned doctor, dude? It's kombucha. Goddamn American kombucha, dude. That's what it is. Right, but you're still not telling me how we're spelling it on the can. <laughs> I don't well, it doesn't say kombucha, it says June Shine, because that's the brand. And wait, what did you say? June Shine. Dude, you're gonna get us canceled. You can't say that. I can't say June Shine. Stop saying that. Why can I not say that? What are you saying? June shine. Oh, okay. Like the month? June. Like, yes, the month. What do you oh, think? okay. You I got saying? you. I thought you were saying that. I was like, bro, come on, man. We can't be we can't be calling the we can't be calling people that. Do you think has it would you say Jew shine? <laughs> I didn't know what you were saying, bro. I didn't know what we just lost we lost everybody with that. No, that would be cool for the Jewish people. Either like, shine. <laughs> Jew shine, dude. <laughs> Everyone needs a good Jew shine in their life. Man. Listen, I didn't know, man, because Israel Palestine's going on right now. I didn't know if we were making we 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 went political all of a sudden. 
<laughs> I'm just fucking with you, man. I knew what you were saying no. the whole time. <laughs> I'm just messing with you, man. I know you said June Shine. All right, all right. I'm all sweaty now, dude. I'm fully. I'll, I'll drink beer now, dude. I just you burned got, a shit ton the, of calories. Thank I you. finally got it. I finally got you. You got the clams. The, the clams are cleared up. All right, man. That's great. Listen, I'm happy we're we're here, dude. We had a great weekend last weekend, man. It was, dude. It was it was a great weekend for you. I I went too cute. Like I am, I'm just a cute human being, dude. You are I, I cute, man. Too cute, too hard in the paint. Got too cute with those bets. You just went what well, you believed to know to happen, and mm-hmm. it happened. Well, I think th- I, I can't pinpoint where I saw the comment, but somebody posted on one of our things somewhere in the last couple of weeks that said, "Every time they see you, your haircut looks more and more expensive," <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was just dynamite, right. and. I think maybe your picks this last week were indicative of the fact that, you know, your haircut is looking more and more expensive each week. You did get a little too cute of your own words, but you were on the right side with a lot of those things. It just didn't go your way. It was just, wasn't that kind of event. So why are we doing this again? Pretty much why. Why is the, uh, why is the internet, why is the connection not working well here? I don't understand. Do you have another twister or tornado coming into South Carolina? I don't. I'm I'm hardwired in. I did a speed test prior to going. I literally have 800 up and 950 down. So I pay for stupid speeds and I have them. So I'm not sure what the problem is here. Ah, we'll be fine. Taylor is notorious for having bad internet. So if we look bad right now, he will look even worse coming on. That's that that's not encouraging um, <laughs> because I want our connection to be as amazing as possible. Ah. Um so yeah, I'm not entirely sure what's going on with that. Hey, like I said, hey real quick though, speaking mm-hmm. of amazing Dale, I need to talk to you about this, dude. Okay, talk to me. Performance of the night. Who did that go to on UFC Vegas 27? Actually, I have not seen anything. I've been super busy oh. the last couple of days. Was it was it your girl Carla? I think it was. I think nice. not only did she get that little 50k bonus, but she also should get a title shot. You think she's going to get the rematch against Rose? I think so, and I think that that's a bad matchup for Rose. I'm not going to argue with you on this because you continue to side with Carlos Barza. She continues to win. I'm just going to disagree again. Okay. okay. I disagree. I think I think neither one of these women are, are where they were the first time they fought, and Rose is exponentially better, mm. and I think she beats Carla. Carla has just remained an effective wrestler where Rose has turned into a real mixed martial artist. Okay. All right. That's that's my quick take without getting into the weeds. I know you're pumped, though. Um, I know you love you some Carlos Barza. Can I just ask what the origin story of that is, though? Can you can you enlighten me and our listeners why there's very few fighters that exist that you will defend with fervent like hostility and. I mean, you're literally like a rabid dog when it comes to Carlos Barza. Can you just walk me through that a little bit? Like, where does that come from? Is it, do you like, is it, do you think she's hot? Do you like her style? I just, is it both? I just walk me through, just superhero origin story me or uh, origin story me, Carlos Barza, please. There's no cosmetics to, to it. Okay. It's, it's not like you and Cub Swanson looking at those greasy abs of the palm Bro. trees and being like, I oh. need me some Cubby. Oh, yeah, Cub Swanson. <laughs> Bro, I'd shake the coconuts off those palm trees on his abs. What are you talking about, bro? Yeah, shit. Uh, no, it's not like that at all, man. It's uh, 
I just think she's a she is someone that's a great fight IQ. She she will literally go until the bell rings, doesn't quit, stay with her coaches, good team, just a good person, man. And gotcha. I think that she's got a great, you know, got a good amount of tools in the tool shed to get it done. She's been around forever. She's back on the uppity up. I'm, I'm, I'm all about me some cookie monster. Gotcha. So it's more of a morality play. You like her as a human being. No, but I also think that she's a fighter, dude. I think that seldom are fighters now that are a fighter through and through. I think she is. She's de dedicated her entire life to this. She's on the she's on like what you would consider the back end of her career, even mm. though she is on a trajectory. Mm. I think Carlos Sparza is is just a true fighter through and through. Versus now we have a lot of show showmanship. We have a lot of theatrics, circus bullshit. She is as raw as it comes when it comes to fighting. So you think she's a fighter's fighter then? Yes. Yes. Gotcha. All right. Fighter's fighter, fighter. I got gotcha. you. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. I like it. I can get on board with that. I can get on board with that. I just, I've never asked you even offline where the Carla Esparza love comes from. And you just, you really, really enjoy her. And I was just kind of wondering where that came from. Is there anybody else in that same vein that you, that you really enjoy? Well, Faber, um, but you know, Faber's kind of out the door. So I don't know, man. Um, it was it was really it was miraculous to watch when people were doubting someone that was going to stand up and quote unquote attempt to piece her apart. Where she reverted to wrestling, she knew exactly the blueprint to get it done. She got it done. I can't say that for the main event. The main event kind of ripped out the freaking threads to my heartstrings, dude. Mm -hmm, not me. Um, and I think it's been vehemently said after the fight from Cody Garbrandt saying that he was fighting himself. Now, do you believe he was truly fighting himself or was he fighting Rob Font and the best man just truly got it done? I think it's both of those things. I don't think they're exclusive. Uh, hate to be that guy, but I'm pretty sure I said that I thought Cody Garbrandt was somebody that could benefit from a sports psychologist. Mm. If I'm not, maybe that was somebody else I was talking about, but I believe that's what I said on the episode. He's a mental guy, man. He literally was the top of the world. He was untouchable and then he could only be touched after that. Um, and again, he looked shook in the Asunsau fight. I didn't pick Rob Font because I thought Rob Font was a better fighter. What makes betting MMA such a unique beast and what, you know, I guess would maybe set us apart from the crowd, if you will, if you hang out with us long enough and people that have been listening to us for like the OG day ones, um, you have these other guys out there and I'm not going to drop their names, but we have other guys out there that maybe have like more Twitter followers than us. Or if they do a live stream, maybe they do like they do better numbers than us on a live stream. But when they do that, a lot of what they present is strictly numbers analytics. And I believe that that does have its time and its place, but what makes MMA betting unique in my opinion is the human component to it. You can look at significant strikes landed per minute, knockdowns average per fight, significant strikes absorbed per minute, you know, uh, takedown defense, right? Like Cody Garbrandt going into that fight had uh, never been taken down successfully, right? You can look at that and go, oh, that won't even be a factor. And by and large, it wasn't until Rob Font scored a takedown. So you can look at that and go that, and, and base your choices on those things. But there's a human component to betting an MMA where people are, you know, they're fallible. And 
Cody Garbrandt's one of those guys that on paper, you're not going to find ones. If you just comparing stats, they're going to look better than him. And uh, he, he will lose fights be, because of what's up top, not what's in his heart or whatever. You know, I honestly thought midway through the third round when he was getting the better, like when font was continually getting better, the exchanges, I thought he was dead on by trying to wave font. in. I really think that he should have just went kind of, berserker at that point and tried to make it go because they they did keep engaging in those 50 50 exchanges where they would just go in and they throw hooks and see who got there first rob was a little bit tighter he got there a little bit faster you know seven out of the ten times that was cody's path to victory and by the end of the fourth and fifth round he knew he was done and he just couldn't pull the trigger on it because even then the mental tide had started to come in and he knew that this was not going to go his way I called a master class by Rob Font. I don't know that it was a master class, but the judges that had it 50-45 I thought were dead on. So um, a no. washout, not a master class, but a washout. I, I agree. I think it was weird. I, I'm really disappointed in Cody's coaching. I think that, um, one, he should have taken a more wrestle-heavy um, attack, but I think also if you watched him fight, he was trying to – deploy this game plan of being very technical but to your point he was he was overthinking his shots and if you saw he kept backing up a couple times and trying to sit down on his back leg and wait for this a sun style type overhand right he wanted to like evoke this sense of chaos because i think in his mind he's like hey i'll i'll you know play the game of chess with you rob font you know while we're exchanging 50 50 but I don't feel comfortable here. What I feel comfortable in is when we're both swinging, when we go back to the Pedro Munoz days, I just want to fucking throw, throw the game plan out the window. And that's what he did in the third round and where he started to get the better of the exchanges. I think he was almost overthinking his game plan. I still think he didn't have comfortability. He had comfortability issues in the octagon. Yeah, dude, he was a mental case. And uh, man, where do you go from here? He's, I mean, fight night cards are where he'll stay. Um, definitely not going to be main or co-main going going ahead unless it's a really skeleton card. I just I don't I don't see good good waves going forward. I agree with the co-main or main event unless it's a skeleton card. But I, he's a pay-per-view draw. Um, he's he, I don't think he's headlining fight night cards anymore right. unless it's a skeleton. To your point, but he's a pay-per-view fighter. Um, people will pay money to see him fight, and mm-hmm. and I think any card that you can load him up on, even though he has lost four out of his last five um that's okay in that regard i think i think it'll be all right far be it for me to criticize coaching on something i I guess maybe i don't know if if they should have focused on his wrestling as being the primary concern or the primary tactic going into the fight It, it would be hard if wrestling was like your plan d right and you saw that he was having success with it and then you're like all right throw a b and c out the window let's transition to d now you may not be prepared for that especially if you're going to start implementing that in like the second and third round it's interesting man that's an interesting take again far be it for me to criticize coaching in that regard i will say this though that the new england cartel boys need to figure out what to do when it comes to wrestling that is a very clear deficiency when it comes to that camp um yeah i I would just like to see more a more well-rounded let's see your let's say your word holistic approach Mm -hmm. Mm. Uh, now it's the biggest word i know right 
Yeah. We did not do Sick. those of you that have listened to the show for a long period of time. We have not done any ad reads yet, uh, almost a full 16 minutes in. And the reason why is because we're essentially about to bring in the brand ambassador of all brand ambassadors uh, when it comes to when it comes to Allegiance Clothing. So we're we're all repping, uh, you know, decked out from top to bottom, and we've got none other. Oh wait, hold on a second. I thought I was going to bring him in, and then we. Uh, Okay, he's making a quick transition there. He's like Superman. He literally Clark Kennedy and then just came back, and now he's fully ready to rock and roll. So we got Taylor Johnson in the queue. We're going to bring him in, and uh, essentially, here's your ad read for the next freaking 15, 20 minutes. It's just going to be a, it's going to be a, a uh, an Allegiance commercial. I will say this: I am intimidated though because the beard and mustache looks fantastic, and mine was just recently trimmed. I feel weak. And uh, here we go. Let's get let's get Taylor in here. What's going on, player? How are you? Good. How you doing? We're, we're good, man. We're good. Good to see you. Yeah, it's good to good to see you guys. It's been a while. Dude, it has been a while. How you been, man? Catch us up. What's going on in your life? Fabulous, man. I've been great. Um, I'm hoping I'm hoping we don't have another episode like last time I got on here with you guys where it was super <laughs> laggy. You guys like caught <laughs> me picking my nose and shit. <laughs> it froze for like 20 minutes. It was insane. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> but uh yeah, everything's good, man. Um kind of a late start in the year. I've been hoping for a fight a lot sooner, but you know, I get what I can. June eleventh, uh, after a few opponents um you know, falling out for whatever reasons. Uh I got somebody lined up, Lance Wright, so I'm stoked about that. Uh I've been freaking training over here in Portland, but I've uh, made a lot of cool new friends, man. I'm sure you guys have seen a little bit, but I've been out there at uh heavy metal forge with Woodrow and Matt out there forging stuff. So I've got to experience a lot of cool new stuff over here in Portland. Hmm. I like, yeah, been- I like how you said that your fighters have been kind of just falling out, man. You can just be honest. Just say they're being a bunch of bitches, dude. They're worried about <laughs> Taylor putting them in the ground, dude. I, I mean, I get it, man. It's, it's a scary sport. Um, but I don't know. I guess we're just not in that same age where everyone was just like, well, I'm freaking tough, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, so I, I get it, but I'm happy I got one. Yeah. Finally, finally. So I did some research on your boy here. And um I mean, have you have you watched any tape on him at all yet? Have you seen anything? It appears that he has zero interest in throwing hands. My man just literally is diving for every limb under the sun. Have you have you watched anything on him yet? No, I haven't, but my coaches have. And uh, just looking at his record, I kind of would just assume that. Sorry, I'm trying to get this phone set up. I, it's got to be hooked up to the charger. Okay, 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 we're good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just make sure the mustache is in there, bro. Just keep it centered. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, we're good. There it is. Um, dude, it's so much thicker than mine. It's Damn so it. Thick, dude. It's L'Oreal <laughs> for kids right there, dude. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's my – I. I got it. It's it's in full force now. I'm gonna be a dad, I think, in October. So I'm oh, what mustache? I don't have the shoes on right now, but oh no, bro, way. you're gonna be a dad. You can't just breeze over that. That's <laughs> awesome, man. Congrats, man. Yeah, dude, I gotta send you some New Balance shoes or in some like you know some denims, dude. Yes, yes, dude. We'll be <laughs> repping the jorts and the freaking New Balance dog. <laughs> oh my gosh, have you been practicing your dad jokes already? A little bit, but I'm just naturally a dumbass and funny, so I think. That's <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, listen, I've been a dad for coming up on 11 years now, man. I have a plethora of dad jokes at my oh, disposal. Shit. I will lend them out to you whenever you need Let's them, go. man. Let's gosh, go. 
Oh man. Yeah, All right. Dude, um, that's actually the most exciting news, uh, you know, since, uh, you guys haven't heard from me, but yeah, that's, that's a big one. Yeah. That trumps every, that literally trumps everything. Like I, yeah. I'm one of those weird dudes that's like baby crazy. So like I have three kids. If, if I could afford it, I'd have a hundred of them. Um, <laughs> that's how my wife and I, she's like, Oh, this has been a breeze so far. I think we're just going to pump these things out. Like, Dude, do it. <laughs> do it. Uh, I keep man. telling Trey, him and Jess need to get number three on the way. I don't oh, think I'm he's listening you. to me I at know. all. You guys, uh, I see, I, I check in on you guys uh, every once in a while and see, uh, see a little bit of family, but yeah, we need the, to get together in person sometime so I can get to know you guys a little better. Dude, the, the dad strengths are a real thing though. So I know people that, you know, this is a betting podcast. They're going to be like, fuck man, Taylor's a beast. But like now that he's a dad, like oh, people are going to die. It's yeah. Real. <laughs> Dang it is. Well, so I thought we were going to get lucky. Um, I know you agreed to corner me in the Chad Ochocinco fight. And <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that was going to be like the Avengers assembling. I thought that was going to be a thing. Obviously, that, that did not that come to good. fruition, but that was the plan. So I appreciate you stepping up on short notice and offering to corner me there. Thank you. <laughs> oh, so. I got you, dude. <laughs> so... So Taylor, so did you, you obviously, I, I imagine you saw one well, of your coaches probably saw that, um, your next opponent fights out of team elevation. Um, we've been high on yeah. team elevation for some time. Um, but I know yeah. your gym up in Oregon right now is producing a bunch of killers. You had your buddy, Austin Vanderford fight last weekend, absolutely murdered, uh, Leon Edwards brother. T tell us a little bit about your team and what's kind of going on up in Oregon. Um, you know, it's a great team. I got a, a lot of guys, um, big guys honestly and so i really appreciate that uh a lot of guys that are up and coming too um but you know everybody's hungry and we're down to take fights right now you know especially with this covid stuff that whole gym's pretty hungry we're all in there training grinding um but yeah uh, this camp uh let's think who i've spent the most time training with i've been training with sarah quite a bit i got um Fabiano, Ed, uh, Ed Herman, and uh, Dylan Fuss, my 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 boys, are, have been coaching me and putting us through a lot of good work. But Sarek, he was supposed to have an LFA fight. Obviously, there's shit going on. So that uh, well, we're back, we're back, and we're so, uh, that didn't end up happening. But um, Austin, Austin, <laughs> Austin's been actually in Florida, so I haven't got to train with him much at, uh, yeah. much at all lately. So. But God. top team up there, um, it's kind of, you know, back and forth. I could go train up there a little bit if I wanted. Florida doesn't sound like a bad spot either. No. Dude, if you come to Florida, you're you're literally like a, a an afternoon drive away from Charleston, man. And we could, you know, whatever you want. So Trey will actually be here. He'll be here in Charleston in July. Um, we're gonna we're gonna be commentating a uh a, a fight card for a local promotion here together. So I'm just saying, man, I don't know what you got going on in July, man. You bring the family down. You know, I got room in yeah. the house, man. I, I got a couple thousand square feet, man. Come chill. That was not a brag. I'm just saying yeah, I got room. My, my wife's been uh, wanting to travel a little bit. Uh, and Florida is obviously a beautiful place. And with, you know, the world, the way the world is, dude, the governor, they, I don't know. I just, or, I love, dude, I love yeah, you, you left me high and dry in San Diego, just constantly sucking wind and under my mask, bro. I need to go. Bro. Need to get out. It's tough, man. <laughs> South Carolina, we are mask free. We've been mask free from the jump. I've been maskless for months. I don't care. I'm, I'm you ain't putting that muzzle on me, man. No way. <laughs> yeah, it was like that over there in uh, Sioux Falls too. I was, I, I was, I was 
So pretty jazzed about that. You're just like, oh, I'm free. Yeah. <laughs> so, so so what's what's the deal for June 11th? Are you guys gonna have a crowd or what's up? Yeah, yeah. That'll, that'll be the first uh, um first crowd back, I believe. Wow. Okay. So I'm pretty about but uh, that I think that's a they're doing the welterweight title fight on that same card, so I'm pretty stoked to be on that. I get to watch that too. Yeah, with they, Lima. Yeah, that's gonna. Be they sweet. give you a bout order yet? Uh not yet. And uh, since I, I don't know. I'm, I'm guess I I can't guarantee that I'm even gonna be on the TV portion. I don't know how all that's working, but it's gonna. I guess uh, coaches they were they were there last week, and it's a little bit different flow. They're kind of changing stuff up, but I imagine with the crap too, it'll change. A little bit as well okay yeah it'd be cool to get you on the tv spot again man obviously we want to get as many eyes on you as humanly possible um is it have they so it with because you said lima's yeah, the headliner yeah, for that performance the, yeah yeah uh, uh is it him and as amasov is fighting yeah 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 that'll be a good that'll be a good scrap for sure yeah what you got going on, Trey? Are you okay? Sorry, one of my kids' toys just went off in the background. Taylor, this is what you're going to be subject to, dude. Just constant. <laughs> I'll tell you the scariest thing, Taylor, about being a dad is, and you would actually, you're not going to be scared. Dude, you're, you're, not, dude you're, you're not, you're not like a, a bitch like I am, probably. But at, at 2 a.m., dude, if a kid's toy goes off, it's like, who the fuck's in my house? Like, literally. Like if, if one of her little squeaky toys goes off at 2 a.m., my wife's like, what is that? I'm like, I, I don't know. We're going to die. We're probably going to die, Jess. Like this is it. So my biggest piece of advice is make sure all your kids' toys are shut off before you go to bed because if one of those goes off, dude, it's, it's haywire. That's my biggest advice. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't disagree. Uh, mm -hmm. See if we – did we lose them again? What's going on with the internet out there, man? He's out there Bigfoot hunting, chilling in an RV. Oh, there he is. Oh, he's on mute. He's out. He's out. He's All right. You got to go. Hey, what? I, I warned you, dude. I was like, if you think your internet's bad, just wait till Taylor pops just on. Just wait till Taylor pops on. Dude, head. one day I feel like we're going to do an episode with Taylor where it's going to be two cups and a string. And it's just right. going to be like, hey, man, dude, that was a sick fight. Here's what, here's <laughs> what we're going to do is that let's we're, we're just going to we're going to put a suspend on Taylor coming on the show till we can all meet in person. We're going to have the first official punch list in person podcast. It's going to have to have all of us together, man. It's, it's oh, for just, sure. It's going to yeah. have to, cause it's just, this is, it's so difficult. Either that dude or what we're, instead of beer money giveaways, let's just send him a freaking Wi-Fi booster. Like let's just send him one that he can carry around with it, uh, with him. I mean, that's really what we need more than anything else, man. I freaking love that guy. I feel like we'd be great friends. We just can't talk to him for more than eight minutes at a time without everything falling to shit, man. If anyone out there that listens to this podcast has a connection to like AT&T or any other internet <laughs> provider, we are getting Taylor a sponsorship. So please reach out. Dude, for real. Come on, man. We got to help this guy. We got to help him. <laughs> we have to. He's going to be a dad. That's amazing. I freaking yeah. love kids, man. Golly. That's awesome. I love that, man. Um, so, yeah. Look, we got we got a lot going on, man. So I want to I, I want to bring something. I'm going to do something off the cuff, and maybe maybe we'll make him mad. Maybe we won't. So we have Roy from Allegiance 
in the chat right now. Yeah. Now, we've been talking about doing shirts for a long time. We've got our designs ready to rock and roll, right? Taylor's new fight tee is getting ready to come out, right? The walkout tee will be made available. I would imagine with the turnaround times, considering he's getting ready to fight here in like, I don't know, man. Like, what do we got? Like 16 days? Yeah. He's getting ready to fight, so probably not doing the pre-order for those right now. Maybe we are, maybe we aren't. Roy, if you can confirm that in the chat, if whether or not those shirts will be available for purchase before or after the fight. If I can just throw that out there while while we're talking, if you could uh, let us know what the deal is with that. Because obviously we want to promo those. We want everybody to use promo code PUNCH and save 15% on the entire order. But one of the greatest, one of the greatest accomplishments I think for us in this, what we've been doing and the amount of time that we've been doing it is our partnership with Allegiance, the alliances that we've made with them, and how far I've, I think we've grown, and seeing how far they've grown in the same time period. So, um, Tombstone T presale launches tomorrow. Put it up on a screen. Put it up on a screen. God. Go to allegiantsclothing.com. Use promo code PUNCH to save 15% on the entire thing. Trey, I just stole your ad read, bro, because I'm so hyped up, man. I know, dude. It's like Christmas Eve right now. Oh, my God. Are you one of those guys that opens presents on Christmas Eve? Um, Yeah. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Interesting. For sure. Yeah. We're a, I, we're a, we're a Christmas Day family here. Okay. I um, Yeah, no. I like to rip the corners of the package and know what I'm getting the next day. And then just, oh, you're that guy. Yeah, I know. It's, all right, we got a request coming in in the chat. Hot takes on Izzy versus Marvin Vittori. Trey, what do you got on Izzy versus Marvin Vittori? Because I feel strongly about this fight. I do, I do too. Um, go, go ahead, I let think, it rip, Tater Chip. Let it rip, Tater man, Chip. Let it go, dude. There's nothing. There's no notes on this, dude. I'm just fucking free flowing right now. Hmm. Pull your nuts out. What? I don't think Izzy's that good. Okay. Um, and the reason Wait a I say that, <laughs> you led right into it. You said Izzy's not that good. All right, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, dude. I, 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 yes, he's an accomplished striker. Um, oh. Freaking blue belt on the ground. We've seen him at Autos. You know, and I honestly think his blue belt that he got from Galvao was just a freaking charity belt. I think that the blueprint is out there if people want to exercise his vulnerabilities. I think Marvin Vittori, the thing I worry about, the dude is a freaking he's a he's a mental case dude we just talked about mental with cody garbrandt this guy's on the opposite spectrum that he engages too quickly he's w way too willing to engage in the fight if he gets clipped the emotion takes over and there's zero defense and it can get freaking ugly i think that marvin vittori is going to be the more bullish fighter i think he'll move forward much quicker i think he can get this thing done i think he's going to be durable too is just how durable is he going to be with someone that is pinpoint accuracy and Izzy? I don't know, but I like Marvin in this fight if he can keep his game in it. Interesting. Interesting. I believe that Marvin Vittori can win this fight too. I think he's, I think he's, um, mm, another charity belt. Oh, wow. He's got a purple belt. I'll type that again. He got a purple belt. Wow. Chat, not happy with uh, your take there, man. So he's a white belt. Who is who's a white belt? Sean or Izzy's a white belt. Oh. Sean, Sean's a freaking freaking red belt, a coral belt, dude. He's a coral. shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. Izzy is not a purple belt, let alone is he a blue belt. The dude is a white belt. 
We have not seen anyone. This is what I don't understand. When you see type A fighters like that, like even a Conor McGregor style, can you tell me that the, the blueprint to beating Conor McGregor is not out there? The, the blueprint to beating Conor is out there. Yeah, I, I agree with that 100%. Uh, the blueprint to beating Conor is out there. I don't think we had the blueprint to beat Adesanya until the Polish power, the Caucasus Mountain Warrior, Jan Blachowicz showed up and showed us how to do it. We had an idea on how it was going to be done, but we never really saw anybody successfully execute it. And my man successfully executed to the nth degree, the one and only watch party that we had. My man knocked it out of the park. He got it done. I think that that blueprint is there. I think uh, I think Vittori can get it done. I believe that Izzy is wildly good, though. Uh, so for you to lean in right <laughs> off the rip and say Izzy's not that good, I don't necessarily know if I buy into that because I believe that Izzy is amongst probably one of the best combat athletes on the planet Earth right now. Uh, but I believe that Marvin Vittori in his toolbox, crack it open, look and see what you got inside. I believe that he has the tools necessary, um, has the tools necessary to get it done. Guy in the chat says, you almost like 30 pounds heavier, 100%. And that's what you get whenever you come up in weight. When you're a guy like Izzy and you want to fight at your walk-around weight, you forget that guys like Yon cut weight to make that 205. That's not Yon's problem. That's Izzy's problem for not doing the John Jones thing and moving up over time, letting your body adjust to the weight and come in. Izzy got – here. okay, here's the thing, right? I'm going to talk about this for a second. Because I was hot on this whenever it just happened, and I don't remember whether or not I ever said it on a show or not. What pissed me off about the Israel Adesanya Jan Blahovitz fight was Izzy lost that fight, and everybody gave him a fucking participation trophy for trying. Now, if Izzy went up there and slept Jan, people would have been like, Jan wasn't a legit champion, light heavyweights were a weak division. This is the state of the light heavyweight division without. Uh, John Jones there, this, that, and the other, right? It wouldn't have been anything about it whatsoever. Instead, Jan goes out there and, I'm not going to say destroys, but he handedly beats Israel Adesanya, who people were, he was a betting favorite going into that fight. He was the betting favorite to beat Jan Blahovitz. And Jan goes out there and gets an underdog victory yet again as people continue to sleep on him and his skill set. And it isn't the narrative that, wow, look how good Jan Blahovitz is. He beat Israel Adesanya. It's Jan Blahovitz beat a middleweight. And kudos to Izzy for trying to do something great. Mm. That's horseshit. That's mm. horseshit. Israel Adesanya went up to 205 and came in underweight because he's not a natural 205er and got fucked up by a guy that weighed 230 pounds. If I went out to a bar and I picked a fight with a guy that was too, that weighed, outweighed me by 30 pounds, 40 pounds, and he didn't fuck me up, Nobody, I expect that to happen. And nobody's going to pat me on the back when I'm laying in a bloody heap in the parking lot and go, you tried your best, buddy. Good job. We really got to give it to you. Dare to be, dare to be great. Really dare to be great. Fuck that participation trophy bullshit. Mm. You tried, mm. you failed. Take your ass back down to 185 pounds and fight those fucking guys. Not, not these 245 pound monsters. I'm, I, I, it's bullshit, man. It's bullshit fucking participation trophies man i can't stand that shit the, the, everybody's sucking off izzy because of what he did is 100 percent what's wrong with the sports world right now oh dare to be great you watch you watch sports center on the top 10 there's missed dunks now 
It's not even made dunks. If a guy comes down the lane and tries to rack on somebody and misses, it'll still make Sports Center top 10. You fucking missed a shot. You missed. It doesn't count. That shit don't count if it don't go in, bro. Don't hit me with this whole you get a top play because you missed. You failed. You fucking failed. You did not make it. You're not the champion. Go back to 185, man. There's your hot take, bro. <laughs> you wanted it. You got it. You got me fired up, man. I know, but you went hard in you went hard in the paint in my participation trophy. Bro, if participation trophies are not a thing, then my resume is completely full of shit. It is all participation trophies. I love me some participation. You know how many trophies I have in my house? You know how many trophies I have in my house? I have three, and I won every single one of them legitimately outright. I fun story, right? Played in a basketball tournament one time. We got second place. We're driving home. I'm so pissed. I got the second place like trophy thing. I just yeet that thing out the fucking window while we're driving. Just yeet out the window. I was so mad that I came in second place, right? A week later, a week later, we go back to we go back to practice. My coach walks in. He's got my trophy. It's all fucked up, right? He's like, somebody called because they knew like the the, the tournament was going on at at the college up the hill. And they were like, somebody found this trophy in their yard and turned it into the school. And then they mailed it to me, thinking that maybe one of you guys lost it or it fell off the roof of the car or something like that. And I told him, I was like, absolutely not. I threw it out the window, man. I threw it out the window because I didn't want it. And he's like, why didn't you want it? I said, because it's second place. I don't want, I don't need a, a, a memento of not being good enough. I don't want that. Oh, dude. Oh, my God. You're playing the game all wrong, bro. Check this no, out. Okay. I uh, I would keep every trophy I get. I don't care if they give you a participation trophy trophy for just fucking breathing. I would take it because you know why? When anyone would come over to my house and my room looked like a fucking decorated Olympian's room, I, I, I'd walk out, yeah, baby. I have all these fucking trophies, baby. Check it out. And she'd be like, God damn, who is this? Who is this Usain Bolt mixture, Uriah Faber mixture, freaking Michael Jordan guy? And I'd be like, yeah, don't look at the plaques that say participation trophy, but God damn, I got a lot of gold. <laughs> the only participation stuff that I'll keep and I've ever kept is like, is t-shirts, right? That's it. That's the only thing I'll ever keep. So like if I do some sort of like charity run or a rec league or whatever, I'll, I'll keep the t-shirt for it. Outside of that, I don't want it, man. I don't want it. And here's the thing is one, I, you know, I've got a, I've got three kids. It's not something that I like take stock. Like I'm not taking notes as I go to try to see whether or not I'm being a good parent or not. Right. But I do see at times glimpses of where, how I am as a person wears off on my children. You know that my oldest daughter rides horses competitively. She works very hard. We're at the stable several times a week. She works her ass off. She, that's what she wants. She wants to competitively ride horses. I don't know where this came from. She had never been around a horse till we moved here, but she was like, dad, I want to ride horses. She quit everything else. She quit music lessons. She quit, uh, she quit dance. She literally just wants to ride horses. I'm terrified of horses, but this little, this, this little 65 pound monster just whips these animals around. Cause that's what she does. She's a well, beast. No, bro. She does that because in South Carolina, people drive horses to the market. They don't drive cars, bro. I know you think that, but okay. Anyway, so <laughs> A couple shows ago, she did not fare well, right? She she had put in the work, um, and it didn't go the way that she wanted to. And she was visibly upset by it, right? 
And I asked her, I said, you know, are you happy with this result? And she said, I'm not at all. I said, do you feel like you put in the work and you're being shortchanged here because you put in the work and you didn't do good enough? And she goes, no, I didn't need to. I didn't put in the work. I need to work harder. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay. I said, so what are we going to do? She's like, I'm going to work harder. I'm going to correct my mistakes. And I was like, okay, so how do we do that? And she goes, I'll have to talk to insert instructor's name. Uh, at my next lesson and we're going to see what we can do. So the next event, she does better and I, she's a lot happier again, still not first place, but she did considerably better. I said, do you feel better about this? And she's like, no. I said, why don't you feel better? You did better than you did the time before. She goes, cause I still didn't win. Hmm. Now I'm like, okay, now I'm doing something right. I'm doing something right. My opinion, I'm doing something right. First, you're working hard. Get first place. I will accept you and love you and tell you you did a good job regardless, which is what I did. But as long as you felt like you did your best, you have my support. Do you feel like you did your best? No. Do you feel like you put in the work? No. Okay. Fix it. Fix it. We fixed it. We're trying to do better. She's got a show coming up. I'll keep you posted. That's pretty hardcore, dude. We don't play. Listen, I. it sounds militant, but here's the thing. The world gives zero shits about your feelings. This rock is going to continue to spin around the sun, whether you feel good or whether you feel bad. And I, I've, I've said this before on a show, being offended, feeling bad, feeling sad is like pissing your pants, man. Nobody feels that shit, but you. So find a way to fix your problem, adapt, overcome, adjust, make the, make the requisite adjustments. And if you can't do it on your own, Find somebody that can help you. Align yourself with people that are like-minded in your pursuits and your goals and push forward together as a team if you're not strong enough to do it on your own. It's important to have a support system. If you can't do it, find somebody that can help you do it. But all the same, you've got to keep walking forward. you got to put one foot in front of the other. That's what I'm saying. You don't feel like you're doing the work? How do you get better? I need to go to practice more. Excellent. I will drive your ass here every day so you can practice more so you can reach your goals. I'll be the leg that you don't have. Let's go. Let's walk. Let's make it happen. Or, 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 or you wait, you wait for the government to give you that fourth stimmy and you buy, then you buy some Yeezys and Yeezys are, are guaranteed to make you run faster and jump higher. And then you, then you went out, right? I'm rolling my pant legs up because I'm freaking sweating in my office here. You got me so pissed off now. You're talking about freaking stimulus checks just want one more just one more what you want one more you want one more anti-government rant i think i think that the i think that the sign located i don't even know how to make my arm go in this direction behind me oh my gosh yes that's exactly what i'm saying sean that's exactly what i'm saying well here's here's the thing all right i think the marvin vittori because we got way off topic there. I believe that Marvin Vittori has all the skill sets necessary to beat Jan Blahovitz. Let's do let's do a couple things here real quick, Trey, because we're coming up on an hour. Um, this was a we do not have a fight card this weekend, which is a little bit sad, but I'm gonna be honest with you. I kind of needed a break. Do you feel like you needed a break? No, dude, I've been on a heater. I've I've been winning so much money. You needed a break. That's a that's a full on lie. I, I lost everything. That's why I need the fourth stimmy, bro. Well, let's talk about this upcoming card. So we've got the June 5th card. Uh, Rosenstrike versus Sakai. I'm going to be honest with you. This was a main event I didn't even know we had 
up until <laughs> like a week ago. Am I wrong? No, you are, you are correct. That is the next fight card up there. UFC uh, Vegas 28, if I believe. Yeah, yeah. Okay, again, another request in the chat here. Sean Brady versus Kevin Lee. Did you see that this fight got announced? Kevin Lee is just wanting to work right through murderer's row. He's never given him, himself a chance, ever. T tell me how this fight goes, because I have a strong feeling about this one as well. I, uh, man, I've, I've never been high on Kevin Lee. Kevin Lee's, you know, supposed to be this, this world-class wrestler. Um, he obviously got pretty high on his, his heavy uh, kick to your boy's face. Um, but I just think that Sean Brady is a brawler, dude. And gosh, Sean Brady's going to come in the much heavier guy. He's not going to be able to be taken down very quickly. I think he's going to have the more technical striking as it relates to boxing. This is a bad matchup for Kevin Lee for someone that has been out for a long time, who has a shitty head tattoo and has way more of an ego than he has any other skill. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. So Sean Brady's built like a Ninja Turtle. Um, yes. general rule of thumb, do not fight guys that have backs that look like Sean Brady's. And I'm not talking about the tattoo. I'm talking about the size, the dimension in that, that cut. Don't fight guys like that. If you are somewhere and a guy that is shaped like that yeah. starts shit with you, de-escalate the situation because right. Sean Brady and guys that are like Sean Brady will hit you into the ether. Yeah. Um, which I believe to be what is going to happen to Kevin Lee. In a perfect world, what would I like to see for this fight? I would like to see Sean Kevin Brady Lee die. I, well, that's that's aggressive. Sorry, um, Sean Brady. I would like to see him to. I would like to see him slowly drown Kevin Lee for fifteen minutes on live TV. Is what I'd like to see. I'd like to see him stand with him a little bit and then just take him down and Matt return him. And just break him like a wild horse is what I would like to see. I'd like to see a slow drowning over 15 minutes. I don't like Kevin Lee at all. I don't like his attitude. I don't like the hype behind him. I think that he thinks he's better than he is. I think his dialogue and his rhetoric sucks. I I, I really think that Sean Brady should just annihilate him. Kitty pool or full size. All things considered, kiddie pool. Actually, no. I'd like to see it like the, the scene in the, the Big Lebowski where they're just shoving his head into the toilet. Where's the money, Lebowski? Where's the money? You owe us the money, Lebowski. Where's the money? Trey, you've never seen the Big Lebowski. Mm -hmm. um, I can tell by your reaction to that. Mm -hmm. You need to watch it. It's an all-time classic. Mm. I honestly these things just come up naturally and i don't mean it to like turn our audience against you but there are certain things i need you to step up a little bit on and i need you to watch the big lebowski i need you to watch pulp fiction i yeah. need you to see blood sport the fact that you've not seen blood sport the big lebowski or pulp fiction is problematic yeah. because that's most of what um that's most of what i've got going on in my life man i i, I quote those movies constantly man i can't i that's literally running through my head all the time okay yeah you um, don't care at all you you, you zoned out on me there i'm a rom-com guy bro i'm all I about know. those rom-coms i know you are you look like you 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 own failure to launch on dvd oh also. my god the guy's living matthew mcconaughey oscar worthy performance in that movie i mean that is literally you want to talk about non-participation trophies he won he won I'm outright he won out. in life um <laughs> that's the goal dude. guys if you don't follow us on social media please <laughs> 
Oh, dude, you you really do dig the rom-coms. How many times have you watched La La Land? Let's talk about that. Oh, my God, dude. It's so good. It's crazy. It's a musical. Yeah, it, it is. my mind. Okay, so here's – all right, Emma Stone. How do you feel about Emma Stone? Ah, oh, I love her. I do love you really? Her. I feel like I knew you'd be an Emma Stone guy. She's she's America's sweetheart. And is actually, she, God, she just named her daughter something I read. Uh, Louise. She had a kid? Yeah, she named her her kid Louise. You know when you name your kid Louise, it's like God. That's such like a like a like a Greta or a or I, I don't know like a um, what's like an old lady name. Like I Louise love old lady name. Mo- both of my girls are named old lady names. So yeah, but your parents have to be badass. And you got to be super confident to name your kid like an old lady name. Like yeah, like I said, a Gretchen or something like that, or yeah. Martha. You Dude, know, whoever like, knocked whoever knocked Emma Stone up, congratulations, man! You punched a lottery ticket. That's literally winning the lottery. If you knocked up Emma Stone, you won the lottery. Yeah, but I love her. I, I I'm I'm excited to see that movie, that Disney thing that I don't really even know about, but um, she's in some movie. Yeah, Cru- she, Cruella. She's it's Cruella. like the origin story for Cruella Deville from 101 yeah. Dalmatians. That's cool. I hate those like comic book things and stuff, but I'm I'm into that, dude. I don't know if that's comic book. Are you gonna Are you gonna address the question posed to you on the screen? Have you seen Office Space? Yeah, I've seen Office Space. Dude. Good. Yeah. yeah, don't ask me questions though. Don't ask you anything about it, but you've seen it. Yeah, and actually, the guy in Office Space is in a show that I'm watching right now with my wife that apparently everyone's already seen. Bloodline, dude. Badass show. The guy in Office Space, the main dude, whatever his name is, is in Bloodline, and it's it's a badass show. Are you getting Ron Livingston and Coach Taylor mixed up? I'm not sure what what sport you're talking about now by saying coach. Um, Wait, is, have you never watched Friday Night Lights? No. My dad keeps telling me to watch that. I've not seen it, though. Here's a hot take. Friday Night Lights <laughs> Friday, Night, Friday Night Lights is a top five show all time. Top five show all time. Friday Night Lights. Are you kidding me? You don't know who Tammy Taylor is? Have you watched Shit's Creek, dude? That's a good Bro, show. you don't <laughs> know who Tammy Taylor is? Fuck, dude. Who names their kid two first names? She married into the last name Taylor, so it wasn't like her parents started that, but it was Co- Coach Taylor's wife, Tammy Taylor. Bro, you have... I need you. I Here's what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. I've got a bunch of stock in GameStop and AMC. When this oh, shit go, when this shit goes to the moon, you and I are going to a cabin in Montana for a no. fucking month, and no. I'm going to sit there and treat you like we're in Bagram, and I'm going to tape your eyes open, and you're going to watch everything that you've missed out on. I cannot do this, man. Are you serious? Don't take me on your Dogecoin vacation packages because we're going to end up going to like Tijuana and fucking Perfect. hanging on like slushies, bro. I'm not doing it. Perfect. Dude, you don't want to go. You don't want to go to Tijuana with me? Dude, nobody wants to go to Tijuana with anybody. Don't act like me? that. That's what you don't know. You don't know. Okay. Now I'm going to tell you something, dude. Tell me. If you live by Tijuana, you don't want to go to Tijuana. You want to go to Rosarito. You want to go K38. You do not want to go to Tijuana. Tijuana Perfect. is fucking gross, dude. I love gross. I eat at Waffle House. What are you talking about? You oh know why I have Waffle House is five star in Tijuana. Don't even try it. Don't even do it. Don't. Dude, are you kidding me? You want to die? You, you want to talk die? about Okinawa, Japan, banana show? 
You want to take this show there? If I hear any ping pong shit right now, dude, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I've not had dinner yet. Do not, please. You want to talk about Gate Two Street, bro? All right, AMC to the Moon, baby. Black Widow's nationwide release July 9th will spike it. I agree with that sentiment, but I also believe that we're going to see the squeeze prior to that. This is not financial advice. I do believe that we're going to see the squeeze prior to that. But yeah, man, golly. So this is what we're going to do, bro. I'm excited, man, because we're going to the moon. You and I are renting a cabin, and we're just going to chill, man. We're going to watch all eight seasons of Friday Night Lights. We're going to watch Pulp Fiction, Big Lebowski. Dude, I'm excited, man. Golly, we're going to pound a bunch of beer. We're not going to wear shirts the whole time. It's going to be amazing, man. Why Anybody can come. Shirts? Anybody can come. Shirts? Huh? Why are we not wearing shirts? It's going to be too te- too much testosterone. You realize how awkward it's going to be whenever we do the the commentary for the new Ram FC event, and you and I have to sit so close to each other. Do you realize the heat that's going to be coming off that side of the cage? I don't really think you realize the 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 body mass and the bravado and the fucking testosterone I put off, man. I know, and I do have a plethora of chest hair, so it does get hot under a cotton tee. Yeah, for sure, hundred percent. And you're gonna be that South Carolina humidity. This whole city was built on a swamp, and you wear a sweater year round. I know, fuck, dude. It would never work. It would never work. It will work. It it, it will work. It, we we will adapt. We will overcome. Um, it's gonna be amazing. So here's the thing, right? We're gonna we're gonna slowly break this. Um, you're gonna be here. You've already you've already confirmed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the ne- the next Ram FC event is taking place July tenth. Yep. Correct, July tenth. Conor McGregor card. Yes. The night of the Conor McGregor Dustin Poirier card. Yeah, that's a Fuck. hurt piece. That's a hurt piece. <laughs> so we will be running dual monitors. We will have the UFC event, and we will have the uh, obviously the Ram FC event happening directly in front of us. But yeah, that's that. That is the thing. I did not put two and two together with those dates until you told me that. And now we will adapt. We will overcome. The plus side is though is that the last event wrapped up around 10 30, 11 o'clock. So hopefully we'll get the third, fourth, or the third fight, the co-main and the main. We'll be able to watch it. So pretty excited about that. That's pretty good. Actually, it's actually okay on a Conor McGregor card because they only stack the the top three and the rest is a bunch of scrubs. So. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so pretty excited about that. Have you decided yet? Let's just, I'll just air all of our business out. Have you decided whether you're coming solo or are you bringing the family with you? I'm not sure yet, dude. <clears throat> sounds pretty, sounds pretty sketch over there in South Carolina. We like to keep things pretty protected over here in California, dude. You, uh, you guys seem to shoot from your hip. We like to uh, not even deal with any guns whatsoever. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I, I know I've got my overalls packed. Um, they're Oshkosh Bagosh. I will right. be wearing no shirt with them. Um, not sure if I should be wearing shoes because I'm not sure if people own shoes over there. If mm. they do, let mm. me know. I will mm-hmm. buy a pair of really shitty shoes. Mm. Um, mm. But I'm um, I'm mm. planning on not wearing shoes, overalls, no shirt, straw hat that looks like it's gone. It's been burnt like 15 times. I'm not mm. sure where the fire was, but mm. it was burnt. And then definitely I'm going to have to buy maybe Amazon Prime, get a buckweed that's going to hang out of my mouth. So you describe these people as this is how you think South Carolina is. Do you think that maybe like how do you how do you feel about me then? Because I don't wear that stuff. So like do you think that I, I I'm wearing that nine to five and then whenever it's time to record the show, I I go in and I just put on an Allegiance shirt like underneath this. 
is like a pair of like ripped up jorts and and dirty feet. Like, do you think I'm sleeping in my bed with like dirty feet? Like, is that what you think's going on? I'm gonna be honest. I don't think you have pants on right now. I I do I do have <laughs> pants on. Um, like I said, my my pant legs are rolled up because it's hot in my office. But yeah, I do have pants on. Do you have a gun strapped to your leg right there? I do not have a gun strapped. To is my that leg. a knife? No, it's not a knife. It is not, but I'm not very flexible. So no. You got calf muscle, dude. That's that's Phil Mickelson status that right is, there. That is. That's, that's a dad calf, is what that is. Um, I also don't have the I don't have the leisurely time to go fucking running in the middle of the day because I don't live in San Diego where I can just take off in the middle of the day and just say fuck work. You know, it's a, it's a little bit more blue collar of a state here. Um South Carolina, as they like to say, is a is a right to work state, which basically <laughs> is their way of saying we have the right to tell you that you don't have to work uh, if we don't like you, so you can be fired at any reason for any reason at any time. So, uh, you if you come here and you want a job, you got to fucking work for it. I can't go check the surf chart and just go <laughs> grab my board and catch some shred in the middle of the oh, fucking dude. day. My oh, stoke dude. level is considerably low Monday through Friday oh. because I can't. I can't elevate my stoke until the weekends. Dude, all I want to do is all I want to be able to do. I'll move to South Carolina. If I can go on my afternoon run, I can come back, have a little bit of kombucha, some coconut water. I can get a fourth stimmy check that covers for me for all those things that I need. It's called kombucha. It's kombucha, dude. You don't want to say kombucha, but it's kombucha. I'm not going to say it that way, dude. I know. I know you're not because it belies what the drink actually is intended for. Come. No, people would enjoy that. <laughs> it's all about those probiotics, bro. Got to get those probiotics in your gut. No, listen, I admire the fact that you out there in, in California take care of yourselves a lot better than we do here in South Carolina. I went to uh, Colorado for two weeks a couple years ago, and everybody out there put fucking kale in everything. And it was yeah. awesome. I felt great. I shit like a racehorse constantly, <laughs> and I came back probably 10 pounds lighter. Probably the best I've ever felt because all I did was drink water because of the elevation. You get really thirsty and everything had kale in it. So I was a fucking nightmare on the toilet. But outside of that, I felt amazing. Amazing. Um, but here's the thing, right? Is that South Carolina is paradise on earth. You said, you said you watched, you brought up Phil Mickelson. You're like, I would live on Kiowa Island. You know that Kiowa Island has the second most expensive real estate in the United States. On that, average, that place is gorgeous. It's That's fucking gorgeous. gorgeous. Your boy Joe Biden's got a house out there. My boy, your boy Joey. You and Joey B could be neighbors. That fucking Shut lizard. You mouth, and that dude. lizard could be <laughs> slurping it around Jeez. with the other fucking alligators out there, man. You do not do that. You hey, you want to hear a funny story real quick? It's not funny. Thoughts and prayers, to this lady's family. But I'm going to tell you a funny <laughs> Kiowa Island story. You ready for this? All right, here we go. We'll end the show on this. This to me morbid sense of humor this is one of the funniest things that i've had happen since within south carolina so about two years ago almost to the day really i believe it was in may gators are moving around quite a bit this time of year yeah so there's a news story that comes out a lady got killed by a gator out of kiowa now um a couple years ago i did some workout on kiowa and you would see some big gators out there some pretty decent like people killing size gators um, because there's deer out there, there's bobcats, there's all kinds of stuff for you to eat if you're a gator out on Kiowa. Kiowa's a golf course, big, nice community. It looks very much like your background right there. So anyway, story comes out that this lady got killed by a gator out in Kiowa. And I'm like, well, I'm not surprised by this at all because there's some big-ass gators out there. 
but it was a very detailed account on how this lady got killed. So this lady in the middle of the day decides she's going to tie one on. Are you frozen? Cause you're not blinking at all. There you go. We're both frozen. Okay. All right. Perfect. All right. So now we're back. All right. So Kiwa Island, it's the middle of the day. This lady decides she's going to tie one on because people out there are fucking millionaires and they can do whatever they want. So she's drunk and taking pills in the middle of the day. Goes over to her friend's house to get her nails done, right? But um, she goes and get her goes to get her nails done. It's just, it's the victim, the lady, and her husband, right? They're all hanging out partying midday, getting it on. And she from their balcony sees that there's a gator by the pond, right? Goes down to the pond. The lady and her husband say, Hey, whatever, Susan, Karen, whatever your name is, get away from that gator. You don't want it to. You don't want it to bite you. This lady says, and I quote: "This was in the newspaper. That gator won't bite me. I don't look like a deer. What does that gator do? Snatch her ass and take her out into the pond. Yeah, it takes her under. Right. So her words were: that gator won't bite me. I don't look like a deer. Gator snatches her, takes her out into the pond. Now it's a golf course pond. It's not not very deep. So the gator lets go. She pops back up. Right." She's stunned. Okay. She's stunned. I can't believe this gator just bit me and drug me out in the middle of this pond. Starts, doesn't yell, doesn't do anything. Starts walking back in. Guy asks her, are you okay? She goes, yeah, I'm okay. I guess I won't do that again. Fucking gator comes up, grabs her, takes her back under, drowns her and kills her. So your last two phrases on earth, on this celestial plane are, that gator won't bite me. I don't look like a deer and I guess I won't do that again. No shit, you won't do it again, you fucking idiot. It's a gator. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so then they go, the game commission comes out and they get on a boat and they're going around the pond trying to chase the gator down because the gator's swimming around with her underneath the water. They can see her. The gator's moving her around underneath the water. So they had to wait till the gator came up to get some air and then they shot the gator and retrieved the gator and her. So I guess I won't do that again. And that gator, that won't bite me. I don't look like a deer. So South Carolina, baby. Woo woo. Kiwa Island. What's up? <laughs> Dude, I feel like it's like dinosaur land over there, man. It makes no sense. Because one time uh, this, this person in San Diego didn't eat something organic and they had an allergic reaction and died. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. So real quick, let's address this. Let's, let's run through these real quick. All right. Cause we're at an hour now. All right. UFC 264 card is as follows. Thanks to MMA heads. If you don't already follow them online, please do. So go to Instagram at MMA heads, give them, give them a follow. I mean, I, as, as the young kids say low key, this dude is the quickest on the fight announcements. I don't know sure. how, you get your fucking information, Oscar, but you you, you kill it, man. All right, I'm so pretty sure I'm pretty sure it's it's Dana White. Yeah. All right. Poirier versus McGregor three. Who you taking? McGregor. Knee jerk reaction doesn't have to be set in stone. McGregor. Burns versus Wonder Boy. Wonder Boy. I will always bet Wonder Boy. O'Malley versus Smolka. O'Malley, freaking yeah, for ridiculous sure. All right. Brady versus Lee. Brady. Yep, Brady. Hall versus Taporia. I love this tough fight. fight. I tough fight. Love this fight. I'm going to go Taporia, though. I'm going to go with him, too, because I like his wrestling. I think the Jits mm -hmm. might cancel out, and at that point, I'll go with the wrestler. Yeah. Tui Vasa versus Hardy. That's a freaking toss-up. Oh, please let Ty Tui Vasa I murder. Want, I know, but, uh, dude, I, I'm going to go Hardy. 
Wow. Akhmedov versus Tavares. I'm going to go Tavares here because he looked sensational the last time we saw him. Mm, I know, but I'm going to go Akhmedov because I think the wrestling is going to be the key factor there. Interesting. Um, Aldana versus, versus Kunitskaya. Aldana? I will bet whoever is the underdog, and I bet it's Kunitskaya. <laughs> and Jennifer Maya versus Jessica I. Maya by a freaking landslide. Have you checked out Jessica Eyes OnlyFans? No, dude. I was wondering what that was like. All right. No, um, but I will follow Diego Sanchez's because I need to see a couple of the bro. What's going on with your boy Diego? About, what's dude? going on with your boy Diego, bro? I'll tell you right now. You want to? You want a little story? Tell me, bro. Pretend we're sitting around a fire, fireside chat. Let's go. All right, let me pull this up real quick. Sorry, one second. I can't remember the name of the podcast that I listened to this interview on, but it was really interesting. Don't plug their name. No free promos here. I'm not. I can't remember. Don't you plug their name. I'm not plugging it. I'm not plugging it. Whatever. Uh, Joshua Fabia, which by the way, it's not Fabia. Fabia goes on this podcast with this Australian chick that's like a producer in Hollywood or some bullshit. Okay. She ends up interviewing him. And I will give this chick credit. She went hard in the paint. She would not let Joshua do his typical... I'm going to divert from the question asked. I'm going to give a long, lengthy sentence, and I'm never going to answer the question. She kept calling him out and saying, I'm going to hang up on you on this podcast if you do not answer my question very black and white. When hard in the paint about OnlyFans, mm-hmm. because apparently Joshua was actually the one that was manning the controls as it relates to the OnlyFans. He was posting videos, and as the relationship became a little bit uh, – there was a lot of friction – he started to post more racy things. Apparently there was a video out them out there of Diego doing, dude, and we're going to get shit for this, but I literally, this is what I read. This is what I heard. This is, I'm just relaying the facts. I'm not saying I believe any of this. Diego was doing <laughs> legit submission style, like 50, 50 wrestling naked in a river with some other guy. And he was posting on the OnlyFans. Now, this, you know, as you know, Diego's Instagram and his OnlyFans states explicitly there's no sexual content. He also goes in and talks about obviously the prolific video you saw of Diego hanging upside down and Joshua Fabi beating the absolute shit out of him. Um, and he talked about that being called bar- body hardening. He said that Conor McGregor is one that's uh, you know very well known for the doing the body hardening type program. Um, but then went in hard in the pain and said that, oh, well, Conor McGregor, McGregor doesn't do it well because he just got slept in his last fight. He mm. said that the reason the relationship became as uh, fractured as it is to today to the point where there's no professional relationship between the two mm. is predominantly because of the friends and family that were telling Diego, which we all knew, to get away from this creep that is Joshua Fabia. Mm. Um, they said that uh, there was never transparency as it related to to Diego's medical records. They said that um, Diego was uh, that Diego in the Michael Chiesa fight was told by USADA um, as well as another uh, organization to quote unquote, throw the fight, throw the fight. Um, and almost that you'd be compensated in a certain way. So hmm. if you notice and you watch that fight, the, the big uh, or the big uh, notion was that Diego never threw a punch that entire fight. Well, yeah, he didn't throw a punch that entire fight, but that was because Michael Chiesa, what is he known for? Yeah, he smothers you. Smothers you and wrestles you to death. Doesn't even allow you a chance to get off like that. That's mm. what he did. Um, but apparently that fight was in 15 minutes prior to the fight. Organization comes, says, 
Diego, you got to throw this fight. And he does so to abide by and keep his position in the UFC. A lot of just craziness. But at the end of the day, I think friends and family pushed him to the brink of like, you need to get away from this. You've eroded every piece of who you are, what That's you are as a what fighter. what friends and family are supposed to do. You're supposed to have an intervention at some point and go, hey, this, this, this ain't it, bro. And that's what he did. So it's done. Unfortunately, it was at the demise or um, the inevitable exit of Diego from the UFC, not in his terms, Hall of Famer, whether it was the Clay, Clay Guida fight back in the day or just him just in general being you know number one on, on uh, Ultimate Fighter. This is it, man. That's where he leaves his legacy, and it's all because of this one dude. Do you think that – if Diego walked backwards and said, my bad, man, I was kind of in a weird spot. Me and my old lady split up. Money was kind of tight. This dude's got, this dude's got a good tan. I was being weird. Um, can I, I'm sorry, Dana, can I get one more fight? Like this is the only place I've ever known. Please give me a send off in front of the fans. I really don't care who you book me up against. I'll just fight anybody. I just want one one more chance to come out and live my truth, my, my end of the sunset, you know, I'll sign whatever paperwork you need to say. I'm never going to sue you that, you know, I, I love you guys, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Do you think, do you think that would be a good play on his part? Do you think that the UFC would go for that, that they would give him seeing the way Cowboy just competed against Alex Morono. I want to see Diego versus Cowboy more now. I still think Cowboy will win that fight, but, Give me a Cowboy versus Diego. Let Diego come back and let that be the retirement fight for both of those guys. I think that Dana, as much as people are not a fan, I think that when it gets to such an um, – what's the best way to say this? When it gets to a point where it is truly life or death or you know that going forward it is going to be such a, a bad thing for that person as a human being, he intervenes. And I say that because – He's done, he's done that with, you know, Chuck Liddell, who's always looking for a, a, a fantasy fight to make more cash. And he's barred him from doing that. He's doing this with Diego Sanchez right now. He sees what, you know, Sean says in the chat here, scrambled eggs, sadly. It's a guy that is, I mean, you want to talk about poster child for CTE or just damage done. He was a warrior beyond warriors. And I think that Dana White doesn't want that blood on his hands, for lack of a better, better phrase. Um so, yeah, I don't think even if he were to sign everything under the sun, he were to exit from his former coach, mentor, business partner, whomever, I don't think Dana White would permit it, and I think rightly so. Interesting. Okay. All right, buddy. Let's put a bow on this bad boy. Um, you, let me shout out some top countries from last episode. Yeah, you pull that up. I, uh, I'll save this for next episode, dude, but I'm convinced of something, by the way. What is it? Tell me more. You know, everyone was talking about how Elon Musk or at least uh, Joe Rogram was trying to put him in a corner to understand if he was truly an alien. Okay. I, I didn't hear any of this, but keep going. You have my attention. I think I think George St. Pierre is an alien. It's possible. It's possible. You know, he was the one that was like so outlandish about like, you know, having uh, visitors or being visited in the middle of the night from aliens. You know, it's kind of like the, like the boy cries wolf, man. The guy that knows too much or has seen too much. He's mm. probably one of them. Interesting. So you, here, here's something, and maybe we'll lose everybody with this one. I'm not 100 <laughs> uh, So George St. Pierre loves dinosaurs, right? Everybody knows this. Right. I'm not convinced that dinosaurs are a real thing. 
you just talked for like 20 minutes of how a woman got drugged underwater, and that is a dinosaur. That's an alligator. It's not a dinosaur. Um, you They've can tell me that it's a dinosaur. You say that, right? You say that. But hear me out. Hear me out. We as people, as human beings, have existed um, in the capacity of millions, and in the instance of modern time, billions. You go to anywhere in the world and you dig, chances are you're going to come across a person at some point in time, right? Humans, uh, or I'm sorry, dinosaurs as a whole are animals and reptiles, and they, they produce and reproduce faster than we did and at one point in time, allegedly had dominion over the earth and were much larger and had much more uh, bone mass and everything else under the sun, right? Why is it that we only find, we've only found a couple of each species, just a couple. It's not like we're finding them in mass where we're finding thousands of them or even hundreds of them for that matter. Like, you know, if you go to a museum, the thing that you see in the museum is often a plaster replicate of a dinosaur. So they say, because they just cast it off of the bones of one that they found. Um, that's all. I'm just saying, I'm not a hundred percent. There's, there's some hills, conspiracy hills that I'm willing to die on. Um, dinosaurs are not one of them. I'm not a hundred percent sold on the idea of a dinosaur. So, so the, 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 the few that they actually found, dude, what are those? I don't know that they found them. Do you know anybody that's found them? Not personally, no. Then it doesn't, then it's not real. Oh, geez, dude. I'm just saying, unless you, listen, I'm not even 100% convinced that you're real. You could literally be I'm part CGI. of my, you could be part of my simulation that just loads up whenever it's my turn to find you in the level. Oh. I don't necessarily know that you're real. Fuck. Like whenever we hang up here, you could cease to exist. I'd have, I'd have no idea. Dude, how do I prove it to you? I don't know. I don't know that you can because it would just be part of the program uh, to address the, the, the. It'd be weird if people buried fossils just to fool people. I don't know about that one. I see why you question the legitimacy of their existence. I'm not saying that people buried bones and then claim them to be fossils. What I'm saying is, is that I'm not necessarily sure that what you're seeing is the legitimate discovery of a dinosaur. Anyway. You're right. The show is off the rails. We're going to put a bow on us, bad boy. I told, you I, was going to, I, thought, I told you I was going to lose people on that one. Again, <laughs> it's not something that I'm, I'm living and dying on that hill. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We wanted to do this bullshit session as an opportunity, one, to voice our opinions on everything, for people to get to know us a little bit better, and also because we didn't have a fight card. So if you have questions about my belief in dinosaurs or lack thereof, shoot us a message. Go to uh, any social media channel at Punchless MMA. We're everywhere. Instagram, Twitter. You can email us at chat at Punchless MMA. Be glad to talk anything with you guys off channel. Can't say too much on channel because we got to rep the show sponsors. But shout out to Stay Classy Meats. Use promo code FISH. You can save 10% on your entire order. Pork wings are back. Stay Classy Meats. The pork wings are back. Guys, next week we're going to be back with UFC 28, <laughs> Vegas 28. Bring you all the best bets. Man, real quick, I am excited for that card as much as it's not like a high-profile card. You got Nate Landwehr. You got uh, Makwan Amirikani. What are you talking about, dude? That, that fight just got scratched. It did? You literally just named the one fight that just got scratched. No way. Yeah, yeah. The Landwehr. Scr- Makwan- what? what happened? Yeah. Landwehr got hurt. Dude, the train? I guess so, bro. I guess so. Uh, Drew Dober will be on the show next week, too. 
there you go. That's more of a reason to tune in. Yeah. Disregard this episode. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. We'll talk to you guys later. Be good to each other. <laughs>